Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. It's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. I woke up this morning and I was just kind of lying there in my bed. I started thinking about and daydreaming what life would look like if there were no diets, no body image concerns, no diet culture, no disordered eating, none of it. So it was really like kind of funny because I, as I started imagining this, I was getting this cheesy grin on my face because I think about all the hardworking moms out there that I work with who have struggled for years and years They've spent countless hours obsessing about food and time feeling guilty or shame about the food that they are aren't eating. And I had this picture of all of that going away because diet culture goes away. And it was amazing. And then I started thinking about the bigger picture and what our society would look like altogether if that were not just for my clients, but for kind of the whole world, our entire society, how that would look. And there are a few thoughts that I came up with. There's probably more things that would be impacted, but I kind of lumped them into a few categories. There's a little bit of overlap between them, but let me go through them. Okay. So first of all, women would have a better relationship with food. When we have thoughts that certain foods are good or bad, we create this inner battle with food. And that's what diets do. They teach us that certain foods are good foods and certain foods are bad foods. So many of us have kind of this disordered eating practices where we're really trying to cut out entire food groups or only eat between certain hours and completely shut ourselves off from the wisdom that our bodies give us. Our bodies know when we're hungry, what we need to nourish it with. But these kind of other lessons are what we receive from diet culture. But if diet culture didn't exist, People would enjoy their food more. They would enjoy all foods. Binge eating would disappear because people, currently people restrict what they're eating, what they allow themselves to eat. And when they allow that food again, they tend to overindulge, overeat that restricted food. In in the case of if there were no more diets or diet culture, we wouldn't have the rules and the stories that we've created around food. And so that relationship with food is just going to blossom. And this just sounds totally liberating to me. Secondly, we would have greater acceptance of all bodies. 
deeply rooted in diet culture is this huge emphasis on thinness and always trying to attain a thinner shape, a different shape of a body that might not be attainable or natural or healthy for each individual. But if diet culture weren't a thing, we would all accept one another in all the various beautiful shapes and sizes that we come in. We would accept our own bodies as well without constantly trying to strive for that unattainable size or number on a scale. Imagine going to a social function and talking to someone and knowing that 100% they are tuned into what you have to say and your ideas and thoughts, as opposed to judging you because of what size you wear or how you look, or even better yet, you yourself being comfortable in your own body because you knew that others weren't passing judgment based on your body size. Thirdly, we would have so much more time to pursue other things. Because we live in a world that places so much emphasis on dieting, fitness, food choices, many of us and many women I talk to have come to really obsess about what we eat. It's so part of the day-to-day that we don't even realize that we're doing it. Pretty much every woman I work with can relate to this. They claim that food thoughts are overwhelming and they call them obsessive. I've tried to quantify how much time is spent on this. And for many of us, it's really staggering. Time spent on making food choices, deciding what to make for dinner, worrying if you should eat, worrying if you should eat the coffee cake muffin that your coworker brought in to share with everyone. But imagine if you didn't obsess about food. What could you accomplish with the time that you have freed up in your day? You might be able to start a new hobby or the hobby that you've always wanted to pursue. You might play with your kids outside or play board games with them. You might talk to friends on the phone more. These are all activities I can get behind. If diet culture no longer existed, we could drop the shame and guilt. I don't know about you, but as I've aged, I realized how punitive our culture is and how We've been taught in such a punitive way, and it includes being punitive about food. Think about how many people, how many times people identify with food being good or bad based on what food choices they make. I can't tell you how many times people come in to see me and they're like, oh, I was bad because I ate a cookie. What? (laughs) How on earth is this bad? How does that make you bad? But diet culture has given us these messages. When we have this punitive approach, that comes with guilt and shame about what we're we're choosing to eat. And I am seriously just not here for this. No, just no. We have so few years that we're put on this earth. We should be enjoying life. Why do we want to spend time feeling shame or guilt about something as trivial and minor as eating a cookie? We've got to abolish diet culture, if only to live a life where we're not carrying around shame for the foods we eat. And finally, getting rid of diet culture helps us raise healthy, happy kids. I look at teens these days and boy, oh boy, is it hard to grow up in this generation. But what if we took away one piece of that hardness, that difficulty, What if we took away diet culture? That's one less stressor, significant stressor in lives of these kids and teens that they wouldn't have to deal with. 
for me, that's the ultimate motivator, making our kids happier, healthier, and paving a path for them to live their best lives. So take a minute and just really visualize how your life, how your personal life could be different if diet culture was not a factor, just did not exist. The way I see it is a happier, healthy place for all. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.